Hi, and welcome back to Publisher Nation, the podcast for all things publishing, presented by Digital Book World 2018, the gathering of the wide world of publishing, coming up October 2nd through the 4th in Nashville, Tennessee at the Music City Center. We are very pleased to be joined by Kelly Lytle of Findaway. Kelly, say hello. Hi, everyone. Hope you're all doing well. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the show here in a couple of weeks. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we're, we're privileged to have you on this podcast now. We're privileged to have Findaway as part of Digital Book World 2018 coming up. We're, we're excited on all fronts, too. Let's start at the beginning, Kelly. Share with me in the audience what you do for Findaway and what Findaway does, period. Absolutely. I'm happy to do so. So I'm actually executive producer for Findaway and Findaway Voices. And I'll get into that a little bit, but really that role means I'm working with a lot of authors, a lot of publishers, a lot of uh, partners that we work with across the audiobook industry to help them create audiobooks, produce audiobooks, um, occasionally direct audiobooks, some things like that. But to take a step back, uh, Findaway has been a leader in the global audiobook industry for well over a decade now. And so we started in the mid-2000s. We're based just outside of Cleveland, Ohio. We started in the mid-2000s with our flagship product, a device we invented, which is called PlayAway. And a lot of folks are pretty familiar with them or have seen, you've seen them in your, in your libraries most likely. But PlayAway is a single title preloaded audiobook player. And if you could see me right now, I'm holding up my thumb and uh, index finger to demonstrate something that's about the size of a deck of cards. And that's how big the PlayAway is. On one side is an audiobook's cover image. And then on the back side is play, pause, skip ahead, skip back, a few buttons like that. And it's this very simple, very easy to use device where the content itself is contained exclusively on the player. And it's been this remarkably popular device inside two core areas, really public library markets. And then also with relationships we have with the US Department of Defense, where we've actually shipped over a million of these playaway units downrange to service women and men all over the world. And again, that's, that's a single title preloaded audiobook player. And that's how Findaway got its start inside the whole audiobook business. And then from there, as um, I'm happy to go into, uh, we've innovated in a number of different ways, both on the physical product side, where we've expanded the notion of what it means to have preloaded content. And then also on the digital side, where we have the world's largest business-to-business audiobook platform, which is Audio Engine. And then also a really unique service called Findaway Voices, which is built specifically to help independent authors create market and sell their audiobooks. And so we have, uh, you know, I guess our hands in a number of different areas all through you know, everywhere from content creation and content production, all the way through distribution and helping, you know, what is the, the fastest growing segment, helping audiobooks reach end listeners all over the world. And like I said, depending on, on, you know, what you think everyone's interested in, I'm happy to go into each of those individually, but uh, didn't want to take up too much time with the intro. <laughs> sure, sure. No, you're that, uh, you know, asking about find ways services it's like clowns coming out of a car it's just they don't stop coming it's 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 uh this that and the other thing and yeah. it's, 
it's a testament to, you know, just uh, your ability to serve the marketplace is really all that is. So that's, that's excellent. And it's well taken. I want to start by asking you about your partnership with Smashwords to offer not just uh, independent authors, you know, solo authors, we refer to them as independent publishers. And we refer to everybody as a publisher of some size, whether you're just a person, a publisher of one or a publisher of many. But the bottom line is that you find a way offers a lot of different services to create audiobooks and to manage audiobooks. Walk through that with us a little bit, not only the Smashwords partnership, but, but the service side of the business. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll do a, a real quick backstory on our digital business and then how Findaway Voices came to be. And then I think I can segue that nicely into our relationship with Smashwords and authors, publishers, and everyone as we, as we help them create audiobooks and get them out into the world. But so our, our digital business launched just over five years ago. And obviously, you know, with Findaway, we've been, we had been in audiobooks for a number of years at that point. The market was moving to a digital solution. Everybody's, you know, essentially carrying around the greatest audiobook player ever invented in their smartphone. And the ease of access, uh, the consumability, the ability to listen on the go provided by mobile phones was just incredible. And so we, you know, sort of stepped back and said, okay, how can we participate in this? And we created a really unique solution, which is called Audio Engine. And Audio Engine, as I mentioned earlier, is the world's largest business-to-business audiobook platform. And it has two core areas. One is the content catalog that we license from publishers all over the world. And we have a catalog, global catalog of over 200,000 audiobooks today. And then we built a company technology that lets us deliver that content into apps, brands, mobile experiences of companies who partner with us, who then sell those audiobooks. And so we have some, some massive partnerships with Nook, so Barnes & Noble Nook, Playstore, eStories, 3M, or Bibliotheca Now, Baker & Taylor, Scribd, and on and on, where we're sort of the team behind the team where we're actually delivering all of those audiobooks. And then what the consumer sees is that our partner's brand experience. And so from that, we were able to watch uh, the rise of independent publishers, independent authors. You could really see that on the ebook side of, of things. And, you know, the only option really for authors, small publishers up to, you know, a year ago was Audible's Creation Exchange and, and um, ACX had done so much to grow the market for that, you know, demographic, but we thought there would be another opportunity to, to give authors, give publishers a little more choice in that. And that's where we created Findaway Voices, again, to provide authors, to provide publishers with a single service that helps them create their audiobook and then distribute their audiobook all in one place to this network of partners that we have that's well over 25 different entities in retail library, K through 12, everything like that, that helps us get the audiobooks out essentially everywhere in the world that they're sold. And you know, earlier this year, we launched a partnership with Smashwords. Obviously, Smashwords has been a leader in the self-publishing community, the independent publishing community, having you know been one of the pioneers in that on that side of the industry, and done you know they've just done incredible things uh, to grow the market, to even really create the market and create demand. And so, as we were looking for opportunities to reach as many authors and help as many authors 
as we could. We knew we wanted to partner with the leading companies who are helping authors create eBooks and provide opportunities for those authors then to make it really easy for them to also create audiobooks. And so we essentially created some really seamless, some really simple integrations that make it super easy for authors who either have an existing ebook at Smashwords or publishing a new ebook to enter into the process of creating a new audiobook or taking an audiobook they already have in existence and making it available for sale right through Findaway Voices. And we're able to, to port all of that user's information over and give them kind of a jump start on the process and uh, get them right into the, the user flow with Findaway Voices for whether they're creating the book or, or just looking to distribute an already made book. Excellent. So Findaway is associated with all things audiobooks. I love it. I love Findaway, love Findaway Voices. I love everything you're doing. I'm, I personally am fascinated by audiobooks. And, and that, that really is going to be the basis of, of two questions that I want to ask you. As someone who works with Findaway, someone who's at the, the beating heart of audiobooks, which is in turn the beating heart of the publishing industry in many ways because it's just the fastest growing sector of it. Yep, yep. I got two, two sort of core questions for you. I'm going to start with the first one. Who, out of the universe of authors, the universe of publishers, I'm talking small and large, I'm talking academic publishers and scholarly, I'm talking trade, I'm talking independent, educational, uh, corporations, publishing material, I'm talking everybody. That true wide world of publishing that'll be on display at Digital Book World. Who should create an audiobook? And I guess I'm going to phrase it another way just to, to sort of make it a little bit easier. Is there any subset of the wide world of publishing which shouldn't create an audiobook that it's just sort of a waste of time? Is there any group that that is true for, in your opinion? Yeah, I, I think that's a great question. No, I think everybody regardless of the type of content you're creating, type of you know, written content or visual content you're creating, I think you need to be thinking, how can I create accompanying audio content that can either mirror what I've created visually? And the simplest example there is you have an ebook or you have a print book, and now you, make, you create the audio book of the same text. Or you know, if it's not the same, can I create audio that, can I, that I can then use to help market, help spur demand, help grow the story or the universe that I'm trying to create and trying to create with that visual material? Because the, the simple fact is audio is growing, not just audiobooks, but audio consumption in general, whether it's podcasts, whether it's storytelling shows, whether it's on-demand radio, news, things like that. So listeners and therefore your readers, your consumers, that population is going to be listening to something. And so it's, I think it's incumbent upon content creators to always consider, okay, what else can I do with the content I've created? And I think that in this day and age, it really means what can I do in audio to augment everything else I'm doing? And a sort of quick example of that is, you know, traditionally, let's say a cookbook. Well, a cookbook might not, not lend itself that well to a pure audiobook, at least not historically. But depending on the type of cookbook you have, there could be ancillary audio stories, anecdotes, 
things like that, that accompany the overarching book that you've created that could be really meaningful for fans of that book. And they could just be as simple as, you know, use as little marketing anecdotes. But I think right now you have to be thinking about how can I reach my audience in audio? And so I think for everyone, you really should consider, you know, I think it starts with considering does an audio book make sense of what I've created? And that comes in with evaluating, okay, how deep is your audience? Do you believe they're listening to audio? Is there built-in demand for the audiobook or the full, you know, the full version audiobook? Can you afford the production costs that go into creating a really high quality audio product? And if the answer to all of those questions is yes, then you know, regardless of the type of written or visual content you have, I think an audiobook makes absolute sense. And then, you know, as you move on from that, you know, I think it's important to say, well, you know, if, if perhaps maybe a full audiobook doesn't make sense, you still have to think, okay, how else can I get, you know, some version of audio, whether it's a short story, whether it's, you know, a quick, you know, 10 minute character backstory, anything like that, because your readers are going to want to spend time with the universe and the characters you've created and you know they're going to be uh, listening to something on audio. They're going to be carrying a smartphone around. And audio is the best way to consume content that way. And so it makes sense to really consider, okay, how can I reach them with audio? Whether it's a full audiobook recording or something else that's you know, perhaps a little bit shorter in nature, you still have to think about audio. I love that answer. What a great answer to that. So it's, it's not just... It's about breaking out of the myopic view of just having the word audiobook in your mind and being constrained by what may or may not be an audiobook and instead embracing the all encompassing audio world that we're now living in, uh, which I've actually written about that in an article called The Voice First Future of Book Discoverability. You know, I call it the three-headed monster, and you alluded to this, podcasts, audiobooks, and voice assistants slash smart speakers slash IoT, whatever you want to call that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, it's, it's such a great concept that you just laid out about if an audiobook straight up doesn't work for you, then figure out how what pieces of the puzzle work for you. And the cookbook example is great. I love that. Thank you for that. Yeah. And I, you know, I think it's fun and, and, you know, it's interesting to me as you, you know, you look out at, I I was just reading an article like 15 minutes ago about Disney and how as Disney enters the streaming wars or the television streaming wars, so to speak, they will be taking some of their Marvel properties and turning them into, you know, more Disney television series, some of the, you know, smaller properties. And, you know, you just, that just brings us right back to this whole notion of, you know, the really powerful content that is making a huge splash today is when, as the content creator, you're able to build a complete universe around your subject. And that can be fiction, fantasy, sci-fi, mystery, thriller. I mean, it can also be nonfiction, right? It can be, you know, if it's a memoir or if it's a, you know, if it's a, if it's a beautiful picture book and travel book about a certain region of the country, right? There's so much you can build around that universe that gives people this chance to immerse themselves in it. 
And, you know, all it takes is, you know, a, a walk outside and you'll see everybody, you know, with, with their phone on them and you know they're listening to audio content. So it becomes, what else can you do to simultaneously reach those individuals when they're on the go, when they're cooking at home, when they're listening through Alexa or Google Home or whatever it is, and create by creating audio and then expanding the universe of content that you're building around your core I'll call it your core enterprise or your core content asset. And in many cases, it is an audiobook, and that's fantastic. But don't just limit yourself to that. Really, you know, push the boundaries of where you can go with it because I think there's demand for listening and that demand's only going to continue. Yeah, no, no, no. That point is very well taken. So now let me ask you a second sort of general question that. It gets talked about, but I want to I want to go straight to to someone like I said who's at the beating heart of audiobooks and and ask their thoughts on this. I want to talk about audiobook pricing. So let's let's assume for the moment. <laughs> Good. I like that lead in. I like that lead in so far. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm setting setting the uh, setting the table here. Love it. So let's say for the moment that we are talking about authors and publishers for which it makes logical sense to have a straight up audiobook, whether it's, you know, the, the Comey book or whether it's the Bob Woodward book, something in the nonfiction realm, or if it's something in the fiction realm, something like, you know, The Martian, where it's a straight up reading or whatever. It's an audiobook through and through. It's what we think of as an audiobook. So I'm sitting here as a publisher and I've got the paperback, I've got the hardcover, and I've got the audiobook. Now, it's pretty much understood the hardcover is going to be more than the paperback. We get that. That makes logical sense to the consumer. That's, we locked that up and threw away the key a long time ago. But it's much, much less settled what the audiobook ought to cost. And that's what I want to ask you is share with me your thoughts on, in that example, whether fiction or nonfiction, in your mind, with your background, your experience, whether an audiobook is most successful and best positioned if it's priced lower than the print uh, versions, higher than the print versions, or the same. Tell me, tell me your thoughts on audiobook pricing strategy. That is, that's a fantastic question. And one that is, I think, exceptionally important in this day and age, because, you know, the answer, and this is, you know, in in the, you know, the most unfair answers uh, in the list of most unfair answers to give imaginable, I think this is at the top. And of course, that means I'll say it depends on your particular situation. But I think what's really interesting to me is that we are just now starting into an age where publishers, big and small authors, you know, big and small can actually begin to experiment with audiobook pricing. And the reason I say that is for a long time, audiobooks were almost exclusively the domain of Audible. And as a result, audiobook pricing followed, there, there were two aspects. So one, Audible set, your, set the price and they did so based off of largely based off the duration of the book. So whether a book was fantasy and science fiction or the new release from Bob Woodward, and if it were 
you know, if a book was eight hours, it would be priced similarly, regardless of its genre, regardless of its makeup. And, you know, then the other piece of that is so much of the audiobook market on the consumer side occurs at Audible, where everything is done on a credit subscription pricing basis. And by that, obviously, it's consumers are paying a fixed amount per month, $14.95 in that case for one credit, and they can exchange that credit for one book. So you've essentially almost set the price that way of any book at $14.95. And so I think as a result of that, there hasn't been a ton of experimentation in pricing. And as a result, audiobooks have remained, in my opinion, I think priced you know, at a little bit higher level than perhaps consumers are, you know, willing to accept. And I think that's largely from how they were priced from the days of audiobooks on CD. And so then, you know, now with audiobook sellers like Scribd, like Playster, like eStories, some of those folks who are unlimited subscription, have unlimited subscription offerings, you're seeing instances where a consumer can pay $9.99 a month or $9.95 a month and get, you know, significantly more access to audiobooks. And that is attracting a lot of demand. You have Google now also selling a la carte audiobooks. And so now publishers can experiment, publishers and authors can experiment with their pricing to say, okay, well, should I be pricing this book at $19.95 or 20, this audiobook at $19.95 or $24.95? Or could I go a different route? And could I actually price it at $12.95 and go, you know, on the lower end? And will that drive more volume, more demand because of that? Taken to an extreme, I think when it comes to independent publishers, independent authors who have had so much success with low-priced ebooks, you know, I think for them to start experimenting with pricing audiobooks at at $7.95, $8.95, you know, a much lower price point, I think has an opportunity to unlock even more consumer demand for audio. So I think, you know, know, the, the interesting thing is that I don't think we have an answer for that question just yet, but I think we're finally at a point where there's enough depth in the retailer market coinciding with significant consumer interest and demand that you can experiment with pricing. And I think that's one of the big aspects that I expect to shake out over the next 12, 18 months is to start to see if audiobook pricing starts to settle in, perhaps at a little lower level than it has been historically, because you know publishers and authors alike are able to actually understand what pure price point works for them. I've been speaking with Kelly Lytle of Find A Way, Kelly, it's been a pleasure having you on Publisher Nation. Before I let you go and let you get back to your vacation, which you have very generously given us time away from to be part of the show today, tell us one thing that you're most looking forward to about Digital Book World 2018 and just in a couple of weeks. (laughs) Well, a couple of things. One, Nashville, such a great city. So uh, kudos to you guys. I can't wait to be, can't wait to be down there. And two is, is like everything else, it's all about learning. And to be surrounded by so many people with, you know, in in my case, significantly more experience in this industry, 
so many learned experiences and having the chance to sit and have organic, natural conversations and just pick people's brains and learn from them in terms of, you know, what works in their particular aspect of the, uh, of the industry, where they see it going in the future, and just a chance to sit back and, and, and in many cases be a spectator and absorb as much as I can to learn and hopefully inform, you know, things that find a way and find a way voices are doing in the future. And that's always the most beneficial aspect. Thank you very, very much. We're looking forward to, to you and Find A Way joining us in a couple of weeks. Kelly, thank you for being our guest on the show. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. This was great. For Publisher Nation, thank you for listening. And until next time.